0: To The Barbell Strikes Back, I'm your host, James McDermott, and Frank Ford is joining me again on the show. Frank, how you doing? Great, man. Excited to be back. Having a good Friday so far? So far, getting some stuff done around the house and uh, recovering from yesterday. Yeah, it's the uh, the end of the week, although it um, mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't feel like a Friday. I don't know. This has been a weird week. Has this been a weird week for you? Like just a very dragging, tiring week? Even though it flew by pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I've had a lot going on. I had, you know, uh, training and stuff like that at work earlier in the week. And then uh, schedules got mixed around. I've actually had
0: yesterday and today off. So it's just been a weird one. Yeah, I feel like time is slowing down for some reason. I don't know. I feel like uh, being in the middle of a training cycle kind of does that to you. Everything just slows down. Maybe it's because I'm moving slower, like physically i don't know maybe um yeah it's it's true
1: you always hit that point in the middle like i think in one of your other shows you kind of i think maybe the struggle bus episode where you're kind of explaining like the the phases of a training cycle
0: yeah the struggle bus uh, maybe we're getting to that struggle bus yeah god i forgot i i feel like this is where i got on the struggle bus forgot i was on the struggle Mm -hmm. bus and missed my stop and we're just you know you fell asleep and the end of the yeah, yeah, we're just we just keep on going and all of a sudden they're like, this is it, you got to get off And I'm like, wait a minute, my stop was all the way back there. No, it's <laughs> that's definitely how it feels right now. I I'm pretty sure everyone else in the barbell club is feeling it right now. It's just been a I don't know, this has been a hard training cycle. A lot of pulls, a lot yeah. of snatches, a lot of clean and jerks. I feel like this the snatch day is the hardest day so far. At least it is it's been that for me on Monday. I feel like every Monday I'm just really just getting my ass kicked and then rolling into the clean jerk and it doesn't get any better there. And then by the time we get to the end of the week, here we are. But hey, I guess it's uh it's doing its job, you know.
1: Yep, yep, I agree that day one's been tough. So
0: yeah. Ooh, one thing I wanna announce here or, or talk about real quick, had some people message me yesterday about uh it sounded like I was like breathing heavy on yesterday's podcast and I listened to it and I'm like yeah I am like breathing pretty heavy on there days where (laughs) it's like really cold like it is right now like it really affects like the slight asthma that I have so it's like if I go outside and come back in or something like that it's it's harder to breathe and also right when you're doing like a solo (laughs) show solo podcast it was like you're just talking you know yeah there's no back and forth nothing else to listen to yeah like when, when yeah, you're, every pause yeah yeah like when you have a guest or like when you're talking or something i can like catch a breath but like you're just mm-hmm. going 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 and i guess sometimes i just get on a roll and i forget to breathe a little bit but i am okay uh, i did not do a crossfit workout or anything like that and then jump into the show i'm just a <laughs> weightlifter who struggles to breathe sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: could be uh it could be worse you could be strong men on sleep apnea machines and
0: oh man so yeah that would that would not be good i'm i'm glad i don't have to to deal with that so yes so i i am indeed okay and uh i don't know maybe i need to add in some cardio conditioning there uh it kind of made me think how do they do it you know when you have like um someone like your mariah carey or your lady gaga or something and they're like dancing and doing all their choreography moves on the stage and still singing like I can I can barely handle walking around my apartment talking into my phone for a 15 minute podcast I can't imagine doing like a whole concert Britney Spears style or something like that
1: I, I'm sure that's why you get a lot of people that lip
0: sync yeah you know and that's why the the real great ones are great because they don't have to right yeah I, I guess so you know that is true uh, that made me think of the whole Mariah Carey thing a couple of years ago you know I'm on team Mariah let's give Mariah a break <laughs> You know, who, like, who knows what she was going through? Plus, it was a cold, chilly night, you know, and I know how that affects the voice. So, I mean, I'm sure she had a good reason. Her, her team failed her. Her team failed her. Fair enough. So, I mean, I mean, they've probably done it a million times. It's just, uh, it's always embarrassing when it happens. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's an interesting topic. It's something we don't really see too much in weightlifting. Like, we, we want to see people succeed in weightlifting, but Mariah you know, she uh, gets caught lip syncing, and everyone's like, you know, dog piling on her and giving her all this flack and stuff like that. Because like, people like to see celebrities fail and stuff like that. And I feel like it's different in the community we're in. Well, it is, but
1: there's not as much room. There's not that, like, you have to go out on a platform with judges and perform. You know, it'd be like saying, like, they allowed lip syncing in American Idol, right? Like, you get in front yeah. of the three judges, and then you lip sync, like, that would, you know, like you can't do that there and you can't do that in weightlifting. So it's not, it's not uh, an option. Like you have to show up and you have to do your thing. Like the closest thing you could do is somebody who, you know, is uh, on like steroids or something, I guess would be, you know, it's the art form of cheating. Somebody who's juicing or using fake plates or something like that for, oh, I like
0: that, you know, something like that. So it'd be the same, same idea. Um, so you're saying that lip syncing in a live performance is. Mm-hmm equivalent to taking peds in a strength sport oh for like, sure and they're then you, both and the same level the, of cheating and you see the same reaction right someone gets popped and everybody just tears them apart no you know, i mean unless, you, you unless, unless you're Ilya. well yeah <laughs> so. he's still the goat to me frank <laughs> Yep, yeah that's what i'm saying no but you you make a good point maybe i was looking at it from just a different different point of view i'm like because you know i mean i am team mariah so let's not gang up on mariah let's for, let's i'm on team forgiveness frank you know, like so. You know, Mariah made a mistake. All right, let's let's do what you need to do and hold her accountable. But let's forgive her. You know, I you know, same thing with Ilya. He's still the goat to me, so mm-hmm. I'm still uh, I'll still watch his videos. If he did any lifting, I would still watch it. You know, I'm still a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fan. I think I think weightlifting in general is
1: pretty forgiving. You know, I mean, like Lasha got popped, he's come back, and everybody loves him and Lou and Ilya and all those guys. You know, I mean, they've all been hit with some sort of sanctions or ban or something at some point, and they've all bounced back just fine. So,
0: what do you think the course of action is to get the people back on your side to kind of save your reputation or, 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 you know, gain the trust of the people back? Let's say if you're a weightlifter and you're, you are Ilya or you are Lasha, which maybe those aren't good examples just because they're, there's such you know like at the top of the sport where it might be a little bit different but what does someone do to bounce back in the public eye you know like do they just uh like you put out a statement you come back and do some clean lifting and just kind of keep your head down you do some concerts maybe you go on snl and you don't you know uh, uh lip sync you just you just use your actual voice like how do you save face i think that's what it is you come back and you just put in the work like everybody else you know
1: Right. Like if Lasha had come back and like didn't go back to weightlifting, that's our last memory of him is he got popped and then disappeared. Right. And, you know, but instead he come back and, you know, you take the tests, you work with the governing bodies or whatever it is. And, um, you know, you, you come back and if you can still produce and perform, then, you know, I think people will give you a second chance if you prove that you can do it
0: clean. Yeah. You have you to know? be humble. You have mm-hmm. to uh, drop a new album. You know, yeah, a new series yeah. of lifts. Take your lumps
1: and be like, you know, I hey, listen. Like, yeah, that last album sucked, or my last performance, I got in trouble, whatever. But you know, I can do it the right way.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, there's none of that going on right now. I don't think, you know, there's no, um, no big scandals or anything. But just, uh, it's just no. funny how, like, you know, when you're involved in weightlifting, everything becomes weightlifting you know, like I'll watch a movie, I'll watch a show, I'll listen to a song and I'll immediately start to think, well, how does this apply to what I do? And that was one of those examples on like, you know, first people are like, are you all right? Are you like jogging while you're doing the podcast? And then I started <laughs> thinking about Mariah and then I started thinking about, you know, the whole lip syncing thing and people attacking Mariah. And now here we are in this conversation, but it's funny, all roads always come back to weightlifting when it's and Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, and Mariah Carey, yeah. <laughs> Hey, good. You just you just inspired me. I need to add some Mariah Carey to the team playlist. Oh, man. I don't know how the boys are going to like that. No, no. They're going to like it. Like, I'm going to delete all their songs <laughs> and just put on the... Just delete all the Spider-Verse and put in Mariah Carey. Yeah. That's right. There you go. I mean, we need to update that, that playlist. Anyways, it's funny how quickly a playlist just it gets, gets overplayed. Yeah. 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 When we have, like, close to 100 songs,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we listen to it three times a week and it's already... like all right let's skip that one skip that one so i think we need to um all right i'm gonna work my magic after we're done with the podcast i'm gonna (laughs) add some
1: right you're
0: welcome yeah they'll find out they listen to the show later Mm -hmm. now frank another question for you i'm gonna i'm gonna quiz you gonna give you some quiz questions we're gonna see I didn't do
1: very good on the last quiz i was on
0: (laughs) yeah yeah the 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 barbell jeopardy slaughter yeah yeah it wasn't good Kat is still the reigning champion, which I, I posted some of the example questions on the Barbell Strikes Back Instagram I You got them all and, right the second time around. Yeah, yeah, you got them all, all right. <laughs> I had to change some of them because I didn't realize on Instagram questions for your story, it only lets you type so much. So yeah. I had to like short, shorten them down a little bit. I do like the multiple choice. I, I guess before I get into my quiz with you, I did notice something and I won't say names. I won't name names, all right? Uh oh But these are people that we both know. I noticed the people going through the quiz questions only answered the ones that they seemingly knew they would get correct, and then skipped the ones that they didn't know at all. Mm -hmm. So if I'm watching Bob, let's say, and there is no Bob, they answered question one, two, three, skipped number four, answered number five. So it's like, what happened with number four? And then I want to take a guess. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even want to take a guess on a on a no risk Instagram quiz. and But then it started to make me think, because again, all roads lead back to weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Is this analogous to their weightlifting? Like, like, all right, you're not willing to just guess on this one question because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to answer questions when questions pop up with the barbell? Are mm-hmm. you going to go under lifts? When you pick it up and you're not sure if you can get the lift, and then you're not going to go under it it just kind of made me think like this makes sense and i don't know i, th- I feel like you're probably how you right. do one I mean, thing is how you do everything right makes me think about our
1: conversation from yesterday when we were having that little like in the middle of the session and we were just um kind of resting and we started talking about ego for a minute and it yeah. makes you wonder like is your ego too big to even try because you don't want to be told you're wrong you know yeah. the same thing with a weight like do you even not want to pick it up because you don't want to fail
0: like you only want to make the lifts that you know you're going to make like yeah I, I think it's a huge uh, problem yeah could be so i mean i don't know i'm i'm i need to point this out to this person and say and and find out for sure like hey why didn't you answer this question because it shows me yeah so i i saw you answered all the other ones but you you couldn't just guess you know like you so and i feel like that plays into the lifting and I just don't know. It's a it's it's got to be a huge mental thing. You know yeah, that that's a mental block that I feel like if someone can move past you'd be a better weightlifter. Maybe you don't sure. take enough risk or take enough guesses in life and that trickles into your lifting. I don't know. Something something to think about
1: for sure. I think I think you're right. I think I want to hear what happens
0: after you talk to this person. I want to hear what their response was. Okay. I think you can guess who this person is.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You make
0: sure that that we we both,
1: (laughs) that you tell them from both of us. We want to know why.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We want to know. I'll ask today. I'll ask today. You know, I bet some keen listeners to the podcast could probably guess who this person is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very infamous person in podcast. I
1: think you need to bring them back on next week and do it on the podcast. Ask
0: them. I'm going to ask them the quiz question and make them pick an answer. Yeah. That's what you need to do. And then, and then we'll find out. All right. Well, this might be. Monday's episode, Monday's episode. (laughs) is going to be you and this person having this conversation. I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I want to know, like as a coach, why wouldn't you take the risk and answer A, B, C, or D instead you skipped it. And I know it's because you didn't know the answer and you were going to ruin your perfect score by not trying, but you also could have learned something, right? You could have gotten better had you just guessed and then the right answer would have been shown to you right away. So, yep. All right. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I think there's (laughs) a lot that we can do to dive into the, the psyche of a weightlifter and see, especially this one, especially this one. Yeah. (laughs) See how this all comes, comes together. All right. Quiz question. I'm going to quiz you now. All right. Okay. My turn. All right. This is, this is easy. And re- really it's um, you just tell me your preference. Okay. So I'm going to ask you A or B and you pick okay. one of them. So there's no right or wrong answer. It's just your answer. Okay. And we're going to build up to the ultimate one. All right. Mm-hmm. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. McDonald's. Okay. Snatch or clean and jerk?
1: Uh, it's starting to change, bro. I'm going to stick with clean and jerk.
0: Okay. Oh, really? It's starting, I, I would... starting to change. I'm having a lot of fun with the snatch lately. Wow. Okay. I actually, if I had to guess, if someone would bust in here right now and they're like, "What's what would Frank prefer? I would have said snatch right off the bat. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's, uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. Something about that big number and I don't know.
0: Yeah. But... Okay. Uh, next, DC or Marvel? Marvel. Okay. Squats or deadlifts? Wats. chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Okay, last one. This is the big one. Here we go. King Kong or Godzilla?
1: Oh, this is where you're going with that. This I, is where King, I'm going King with Kong it. King Kong for me. King Kong for me for sure. King all Kong. Day.
0: All right, King Kong for yeah. Frank. Are you saying he's gonna win in this movie?
1: I. Are there any? Everyone's a winner in this movie. That that's win. true.
0: I'm assuming you win. saw the trailer, right? I saw the. Tra- oh, it looks so good oh I can't wait I, I I I just don't even know this movie is gonna be <laughs> in, insane I mean yeah I've, I've been such a huge fan I actually have a Godzilla poster that yeah. Joanna bought me for Christmas that I have to frame and put up in here at some point and I have all the toys back at home and whatnot but like oh, I am nice. I, my body and mind are ready you know yeah this. I think
1: i i'm excited like i like if i go to a zoo or like my wife and i go to disney all the time right and they have that big animal kingdom park with the whole safari and they have this gorilla trek trail and it's my favorite thing in disney like i love like gorillas are like my favorite animals like there's nothing cooler to me than a giant silverback like they're just like the epitome of you know just like my spirit animal right and uh, so I, I love uh, gorillas and stuff. So, like, we always, I always, every time, like, if we're going to skip anything, it's never that. Like, I always have to go see that exhibit. Um, and they're got, real like, gorillas? Oh, they're huge. Yeah, they've got, like, five or six. Like, they have, like, a like a male uh, side where it's, like, only uh, the bachelors is what they call them, the bachelor side. Where okay. They just have the guys. And then they have the, the females and the children. Um, and they, they just king. had a baby gorilla last year. No, no. There's no men with them. It's all, it's all the females and the and the oh, wow. and the little ones, and uh, on the other side, so you can go through and like you kind of like see the females and the and the little guys, and then you get up to this one spot and you cross this bridge, and it's just this giant exhibit where they have all the all the big
0: fellas out and they're just sitting there and they're just massive. It's it's like my favorite thing. So yeah, no, I I've been to the the Bronx Zoo and the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Zoo. Within recent right. years, and we stopped by the gorilla sanctuary and they they actually had them all together, male and female, okay. yep. but they were, um, it, it's, it's amazing. They're, they're incredible animals. You could just mm-hmm. sit there and watch them walking around and doing yeah. stuff and interacting for hours on end. They're so yeah. impressive. And especially when like they'll, they'll sprint. If you're lucky, you'll catch them like, just mm-hmm. like moving across the ground. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, man, I would, you would not get away. Like, that yeah, would I've be been, the scariest thing I've of I've been life.
1: to the exhibit in the Philadelphia Zoo, and they were they were pretty lethargic the day we went. Like, they were all kind of snoozing mm-hmm. um, when we went through there. But um, the ones in Disney, for they just, from what I can remember, they're a lot bigger, the the, the males. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're enormous. There's one or two of them that are, like, 40 years old, and they're just big. Maybe they just feed them a little extra there, beef them up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They, I, I, give. I know this is a little off topic, but I'll give Disney a lot of credit. They donate like millions of dollars to like animal conservation and stuff like that. It's it's really cool what they do for
0: that. So no, it's an important thing. Shout out to Disney, helping yeah. out the animals. Yeah,
1: but that's yeah, that's my favorite exhibit there. So that, like naturally, I'm a King Kong guy. Like yeah, that's that's
0: kind of how that. No, all no, that, is. that that makes sense. At 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 one of those zoos, they had the handprints for the gorilla mm-hmm. and you can put your hand within it to see <laughs> you the realize difference
1: how big this thing
0: is yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like wow that's like four of my hands you know like yeah it, it's it's hand would engulf my hand completely mm-hmm. and then you yeah. just think about how strong they are and
1: just oh no like you're like oh i'm like a, a above average strength human and then you realize that like a baby gorilla could toss you around
0: yeah so yeah yeah they're just they're just born they're, strong yeah, it's, it's crazy Yeah. You know, no, but I'm I'm on Team Godzilla. You know, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a throwdown. You know, we're and gonna have to get together of, to watch this movie. We're gonna have to one of us is gonna have to make the trip. That definitely, definitely. I mean, I I can't we're, wait. We'll wear
1: jerseys and our little foam fingers and
0: <laughs> Godzilla foam foam fingers. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that I I really hope the movies open back up by the time this movie yeah. drops. I know it's gonna be coming out. I think in in the spring, maybe March or May, but it might have gotten delayed again or something like yeah. that just so keeps getting delayed be. but i'm i'm ready i it looks incredible i i i don't think they need to put out any more trailers because i don't want anything spoiled I just no see what's no sometimes happen. they give away too much yeah i just want to see what's up although godzilla's got i mean um king kong's got a sick beard in this yeah he looks yeah. like a strong man like he's just got this big beard he looks like mm. he's out there lifting logs and stones all day yeah he's yeah if there was definitely an animal that was going to be a weightlifter i think you'd have to pick a gorilla yeah i think i think kong would be better at snatching i think <laughs> godzilla would be better at the clean and jerk though because he's more just like stationary and bulky so i feel like yeah. he would just like flip it up there and drop down and then for the jerk i feel like that tail which, would which godzilla advantage. are we
1: talking about are you talking about old school godzilla or because old school godzilla couldn't get his arms over his head
0: but yeah i'm talking new new godzilla okay Like he, New Godzilla's got slightly longer arms, and so he Uh can get that bar. And he's a little more (laughs) agile. Old Godzilla was like, was like a a master's athlete. You know, know, he's been lifting (laughs) for years, but now he can't quite lock out all the way. He's got to go out to the platform and tap his elbows to let the judges know that this is the as far as they lock out. Oh my god, that's funny. (laughs) That's a good analogy. I wonder. I wonder how like god godzilla weighs like 90 to a hundred thousand metric tons in this movie Mm. so if kong can pick him up like that's that's legit like if they had a giant like kaiju titan barbell like how much Mm. i wonder how much he could snatch like if they were able to like make it you know like like how like because like but also picking up quote like a person or another body is different Mm. than picking up static weights so i I would wonder i don't know well let's see it depends on how much kong weighs let's say kong just weighed as much as godzilla does if he could lift a percentage of his body weight you know in like relation to like what we can do or probably more then he could probably snatch quite a bit
1: i would think (laughs) if he's even doing like regular
0: body weight that'd be yeah that would be insane That'd be insane. And then when he goes to slam that bar, the world ends. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> you would feel it across the world. It would go. It'd be like that that Shane Hammond commercial where mm. he slams the bar and it goes through all the levels of of some building. <laughs> it would just crack the world in half. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pumped for that movie. And yeah, it looks. Good. And I I did think too. You know, every time I see Kong, especially like from his movie Skull Island, I'm like. I wonder what he could lift and you're seeing him lift all these other animals and stuff like that and i don't yeah. know all roads come back to weightlifting at some point that's it <laughs> no well hey speaking of epic world shattering snatches we had a big pr recently and we haven't talked about it yet oh, on the podcast right.
1: yeah i haven't been back on i was i was uh on oh, for barbell jeopardy we didn't get a chance to talk about the the pr so yeah yeah
0: i should have had that be a question yeah <laughs> what 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 albany cat cross still
1: cat still would have got it right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well albany cross at barbell club member recently snatched a pr of 125 kilos cat goes Frank, and you're like shit i
1: think thought it was a trick a question oh that's funny yeah, no, yeah, was, so we did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked a little crap, and then uh, I I almost psyched myself out. I got a little scared. I was like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that on a podcast live, but you know, we did it. So then, <laughs> then we went in Saturday, and um, yeah, we, we made it. We made it happen. Yeah, was that, I mean, two, you were, two weeks
0: ago now. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, and you were you were due. You were due for yeah. a PR. We had not PR to snatch since September. We hadn't really tried to too much. Just because we had, you know, a wrist injury pop up shortly after that. And then prepping for Christmas and kilos and, and just recovering and getting to the point where we could do 110, 115 again at Christmas and kilos, which was the heaviest we'd gone in a while. So we we were due to really, we were due to at least test it. So I think, you know, I think putting it out there in the podcast for all the um, tens of listeners to, uh, you know, to, to hold you accountable. It worked. It worked
1: yeah no it was uh it was good we we went in with a plan and you know same thing we did with the clean and jerk a a little while back and you know it was like this is our this is our day we're gonna snatch and uh we did it
0: well you've done this twice now where you've come on the podcast and you've made a claim that you're gonna make a lift and it's a lifetime PR something like that what do you have uh um any new claims you want to put out there or are you gonna lay low for a little while, just? go back to training no i do i actually had a conversation last night
1: um with john from 315 weightlifting Ooh, okay. and uh i'm gonna go up there in february a few weeks out from a few weeks out from uh a.o and uh i'm gonna do the february qualifier with them so I think that's gonna be our day to prr total
0: there we go <clears throat> i like it so yeah. we're going for a pr total yeah is there a specific number that you want to hit? Um, anything
1: above 271, right? That was my best total, which I actually got last time I was up there with them. And he was like, hey, man, like, it's my first time back in the saddle in like a year. I've got to qualify for some meets. Um, I need someone to push me when I make the trip. And I was like, you know, it's probably perfect timing. That's um, why as our prep for AO goes. So, um, yeah, I hadn't even had a chance to talk to you about this. This is the 1st year hearing of it, but. Um, I think that's I think that's kind of going to be the plan. So sometime this is great. in the, the middle no. of February, make
0: that ride, go lift with those guys, and see what we can do. Yeah, I mean, if anything, we need to do more of this. You know, we've talked about it in the past. We've made phenomenal progress with you just training by yourself. You know, early in the morning. But the more you can mix it up and and you know get out there and, and throw down with other people. You yeah, know, and we don't need to have a number on the total. You know, although that 280 sounds nice. 280 yeah. would be nice. <laughs> I think we can get there. And oh, yeah. we'll also have to talk about, you know, the thing with like setting a PR total is you've got multiple ways you can go with it. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. choose your adventure. You're of course going to try to do as best you can on the snatch, but if you don't meet what you're aiming for on the snatch, then you have to make it up on the clean and jerk. And that's a whole, right. a whole nother skill in, in the sport of weightlifting is being able to bounce back on the clean and jerk and push that clean and jerk a little bit extra to make up the deficit that you've got going into whatever the total goal is or trying to meddle or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. It's um, you know, I
1: I don't think I'm going to go in there with too many like hard plans. I think I'm just going to do my normal jumps and, you know, just kind of push as far as it goes. And, you know, I think, I don't think that that total, that number, that 271 is that, I, we're, we're, I think we're capable of much more than that. Um, so I'm not going to put too much pressure on that number either. Like it's just, you know,
0: if we do what we're what we're capable of doing, we'll beat that no problem. So yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it's already laid before us, and you're going to do the whole filming process. So you're going to yeah, I think so. The qualifier, right? Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to talk to John and see what weight
1: class he's in. Um and make that decision too because i might as well just jump in whatever weight class he's signing up for or i'll just do the same thing yeah and then we can that really to, really competition. compete yeah
0: yeah exactly so yeah so you're not only trying to beat yourself but yeah it's not like okay haha i'm 96 you're 102 we're kind of doing our thing and whoever lifts right. more lives more now it's like no, no no we're trying to beat each other
1: yeah exactly so like i don't because i don't know with him um I know he's usually a 102. I don't know um, if, you know, how much time he's taken off, where his weight's at, and stuff like that. If he's a 109, maybe he's lost weight and he's a 106 or 96. I don't know. Um, maybe he's going to be right at 102, but I can pretty much fit in. I can make it happen anywhere from 96 to squeaking into the 109 class at like 103 kilos. So, you know, I'll yeah. have to talk to him a few weeks ahead of time
0: and kind of find out where he's at. And we'll just. I'll just make sure I sign up for whatever he's doing. I think it's a perfect opportunity, you know, go up. And who knows, you know, maybe the stars align. We get that 130, get mm-hmm. that 170, and, and you got it on film, and now you're qualified for those bigger meets. And, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you can't assume that you're going to have to wait all year. Like, right. more than likely, Frank, you're ready right now. Yeah. It's, just, it's just, what are you willing to do to make those lifts? <coughs>
1: Yeah, I don't need to. We're I don't feel like to, I need to, to peek overcome. for that or anything like that. Like I just feel like I need to be, you know, between the ears. I just need to be ready and yeah. go. So, which I think we've been working on a lot. That's improved our confidence. So, I think
0: I'll be good to go. Well, and I I think having being in the same weight class as John increases the chances. It doesn't decrease them. Yeah, for sure. Having, I mean, he was
1: can... one. He was the guy at my very first meet that was attempting like. 300 pound snatch and stuff like that and like I was like oh my god like I'll never lift with that guy you know like that guy's a freak and then now um you know I have a chance to put up a similar total you know given like he's not peaked right now um you know he's he's had some injuries I think with his back and things like that so um he's obviously not at his best um, but he's getting back in and, you know, at his best, he's a guy that can put up a total in the three hundreds and we're getting close. So, you know, I just got to keep putting myself in a situation to chase that, you know, it's not that far out of reach now. Like
0: I thought it was three years ago. I thought it was going to be impossible. And You know, now we're close. So, no, you know, it's, um, it's funny how quickly it comes mm-hmm. when you're dedicated to training and training consistently. Like All if right. you take six months off, three months off, of course it's going to take longer, but if you're doing it year round, getting in the reps and gaining the experience doing meets, mixing up with people and kind of weathering the storm of training, it'll happen way quicker than you think.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited to do that. They're, they're a fun group up there too. Um, John, Gwen, they're, they're a lot of fun. So uh, it'll be cool to get up there and mix up with those guys again, and, you know, get a little bit of a rowdy atmosphere. It might change things. I know I said the, one of the last few times I was on that, um, you know, it's, I try to keep it, level but um it'll be cool to see you know kind of what i can do with with uh,
0: a good group there so no bust out the bangs turn up the music and just uh immerse yourself in their environment you know what this is Mm -hmm. this is kong getting off a skull island where he's all by himself he's the only one there he's the big dog you know Mm -hmm. other monsters might come around but they ain't gonna beat him on his turf that's his island now he's going out into the world and godzilla owns that so mm-hmm. now we'll see what happens. John is Godzilla in this, in this uh, King Kong versus Godzilla scenario here we got going on here. All right. Well, you know, we'll have the clash of the Titans, right? Yeah. I mean, you got so, the beard. He's the, he's know. got the height, you know, it's actually yeah. works sure. out pretty well. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll mix it up. It'll be fun. You know, I'm, I'm
1: hoping he, uh, has a really good day. Um, kind of set himself up for some big competitions and at the end of the year that, uh, maybe we'll both be able to go to. It's it's cool when you go to a place and you see some familiar faces. And yeah. You know, are you guys good by live yourself, so. or anything? I'm not sure what they're comfortable with doing or what they want to do. I, I don't know. It's gonna be entirely up to them because it's their gym. Mm-hmm. Um we didn't really talk about it much. He just kind of hit me up out of nowhere and was just like, hey, what's your availability next month? I want to do the February qualifier. Could you use a push. You want to make them drive up and I was like yeah absolutely.
0: Yeah. So. <clears throat> no, that's great. I think a lot of people can learn from this. I think a lot of people can take from John's example, call people up, you know, you meet people at meets, get, get their number. And then if they're in driving distance, you know, maybe you hit them up and say, Hey, on this date, let's get together and let's lift. I think it's an important thing. Yeah, Exactly. Cause it's not far. I'm only an hour away from him. So, you know, it's a quick drive in the
1: morning and uh, you know, nothing crazy. It's closer than most of the meets I go to.
0: So yeah. Pretty much all the meets I've ever been to, especially with how things are now with, you know, the, the meets are, few and far between i mean they're coming but the the nice thing about these qualifiers is you can make an impromptu meet without having to have 60 other people refs judges you just need a camera and equipment and some time you know so yeah i'm really enjoying these qualifiers
1: yeah it'll be fun i haven't done one yet so it'll be cool kind of see how that goes and then uh you know we'll uh we'll hopefully get a good result maybe steal a little medal or something would be fun and then you know move into move into ao because we're gonna have to do it the same way
0: there so yeah well once we get off this uh this podcast here i'll have to look up to see what the um december 96s did and also the 102s and the 10, 109s kind of see those results and see where we mm-hmm. where we stack up i, I think that's another yeah. great thing about these qualifiers is practice winning you know like just because it's a qualifier doesn't mean we don't want to win it usaw will right. mail you a medal so we might mm-hmm. as well earn that medal you know Yep,
1: exactly. So, yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, like you said, right, you know, maybe we'll have a good enough day. We can put one thirty on, and you know, take off one of our goals for the year already. You know, I have to yeah. call an audible in February and uh,
0: make it one forty for the year. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like that. You know, I'm you know I'm down on game, and mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll hit one thirty on the snatch, and then we'll put one seventy on the bar for the clean jerk, which you just hit yesterday for the uh, from the high hang. From the hips. yeah
1: yeah so another another big one um yeah we've had we've had a few a few good prs lately um you know starting with that 160 cleaner jerk and then the 125 snatch and then um, it was it was pretty funny how similar the two sessions went you know um with the with the snatch and the clean from yesterday um you know having like hit, hitting that wall near the top where you're having some misses and uh luckily with the snatch we were able to just kind of power through and um just went for it whereas yesterday we had to kind of we kind of got stuck we got up to 170 just fine uh we hit like what was it like 61 or 62 you hit
0: 62 and then then we went to 70 70 and that was just probably too big of a jump
1: yeah we got stuck there for a little bit it was like you know i tried to go under the bar but i wasn't really committing to it and and all that, and then uh, and then we had to break
0: it back down and you know go a little lighter and then build back up. And, uh, yeah. Which we went, we so we went 62, we missed 70 three to four times. We mm-hmm. just couldn't quite rack it. You got maybe a little bit close, but then it kind of just spit you out. Everyone's done that before, where the barbell puts you on your butt. Yeah, I just uh, couldn't and, get it turned over. I just couldn't yeah. get the bar racked. Then we went to 166 for another PR because 62 <clears> was a PR. We bumped it down to 66, got a PR, which that's a good confidence boost where if you're struggling at the top to bump it down and be able to make that next lift. And then we went 170. We missed it one more time, but you actually turned it over and racked it. We right. just couldn't quite – it was just a little bit too far forward. And then you got it on the final attempt. Right. You know, yeah, it was – So it was, I don't know. It was another one of those days where it was like,
1: okay, we're in for a battle. But I went into that morning knowing, like – I. I can do 170 and I need to get it on the bar Um, because it took me a while from the first time I did 60 for a hang clean to finally getting it from the floor and then jerking it. Um, It took a few months. So I was like the sooner I can get this done and like get that uh, little box checked, then the sooner I'll be able to actually start doing this as a full lift, you know? So I had to, I had to get that done now because I know it's going to be a few months of hard
0: hard work before I can finally put it all together yeah wait you know you're getting better too at battling weights you know like Mm -hmm. it it doesn't affect you too much if you miss one to the next I mean you might get a little angry about it and whatnot but I feel like you're getting better at using that as fuel as opposed to using it in a defeating way where it's like all right I don't know if I can get this today man but and then dropping the weight back down you're fine with that so and then building back up, I think we're making a lot of good progress there. And I think it's important to note, with once in the 160 range, we hit that about March, April last year. And then we didn't connect with it till December for the mm-hmm. full clean and jerk. But we also weathered two wrist injuries within right. that time. So I, I, I feel like you probably would have hit it sooner than that. Mm-hmm. But now we're much healthier. The wrist is doing great. And we got through all that whole session. And really, we, we walked away unscathed. I mean, we don't, we don't yeah. want to get too cocky about it, you know, but no. we're, we're on a, a good trajectory here with recovery, hard training, being ahead of the schedule, and being ahead of where we were last year with trying to make an improvement.
1: Yeah, it was, it was tough. It's, it's hard in the beginning of the year, because you want to make a goal that's not going to be easy, right? Like, when we sit down, we're like, what are our goals for next year? And it's like, I don't want to be like, okay, well, I want to do like two more kilos on the snatch. And like, two more kilos on the clean shirt because that's something that you could do in the very next session you know yeah like that's that's going to be an easy goal that you're going to get like if i had set those goals we'd already have beaten you know realistically like like it just doesn't make any sense to make like little goals so but you don't want to put something that's completely out of reach like i don't want to be like yeah i'm going to add 50 kilos to my total this year because like let's be realistic like unless you're on Steroids or something like that, or unless you're a brand new lifter, like where I'm at in my training, like a 50 kilo jump in my total, it's going to be, it's going to take a while, you know, uh, a few years at least. So, you know, you want to find something in that sweet spot and, you know, adding 10 kilos to the snatch and 10 kilos to the clean and jerk is like, you know, we can kind of set up that schedule of like where we need to be at certain points of the year, like you said. And I think it's going to, I think it's achievable. So, I'm I'm excited where we're at. You know, we already ticked off five kilos off of the snatch and we've already started moving around 170 for the clean and
0: jerk. So, you know, we're gonna be it's gonna be close. You know, I think yeah. we can get it done. My my prediction is by the end of the year, based on what we're doing and the progress we're making, I think you will connect with 180 by the end of the year. Wow. It may not be from the floor, but I think from the hang or the hips. I think definitely we'll put that in our hands and we'll rack it, and that'll set us up real nicely going into 2022. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll definitely get that one. We'll be in the 170 range this year for the full for the full lift. But I think with if we're focusing on just a clean, I think we can get into the 180s too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it'd be nice um, to you know that that 400, that 182 would be uh, that'd be something. So yeah.
0: How does that affect you with your mindset and your mentality going into full lifts? Let's say if you're trying to lift 160 on the clean and jerk, but now, you know, you can hit 10 kilos heavier from the hips and you just know you're capable of doing that. How does that help you focus on those lighter lifts that you're still trying to master with the full lifts? I think it does make it a little bit
1: easier. Like, you know, like definitely the next time we put 160 on the bar is not going to be as scary as the last time you know where i was like you know i don't know if i can get this from the floor i've only ever gotten this from the hips you know now going into 160 it's like well you know you just got to get it to your hips so we can do 170 from the hips 62 and 66 were easy from the hips you know i wouldn't i shouldn't say easy but they weren't they were clean like they were really clean lifts you know like so we know we can do an excess of 160 really really well and and the 170 um you know, it wasn't picture perfect, but it wasn't a bad lifted by any means. Like it was, you know, it has to be good to make that kind of weight for me. So, um, you know, I think, I think technically speaking, like I know now getting into the one sixty range is going to be my, my confidence is higher.
0: Yeah. You know, it's
1: not as, it's not as scary because now I know like I just got to get the pole right and get it to the, that right spot. Right. in you know, right in my pocket there. And as soon as I can do that,
0: I know I've got the, the speed to get under it and the legs to stand it up. And, and you can just tell by watching both of those lifts back to back, you know, we had a bunch of misses at 170 and those were mental misses. They weren't mm-hmm. physical misses, you know, per se. Sure. There's some technical errors creeping in there, but I think okay. those errors were coming from the mindset and the mentality and tra- changing things in the way that you're moving because of how it feels or what you're thinking could happen but then we bump it down to 166 which you've never attempted before and it was there was no hesitation it was smooth it was powerful looking it looked like you'd been cleaning in the 160s all along like this is routine so it just kind of shows you like four kilos off how the mentality can change just from just i think from the number not even probably like how the weight feels in your hands I don't imagine it felt that much different. It's just one has a seven in front of it. The other one has a six in front of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, tell me if that's true. It just changes your the way you go after it.
1: Yeah, I, well, I think because I know that I was close, like on the 170s, like, I know I was close. Like I hit myself in the throat with that bar twice trying to go under it. And I just wasn't committed to putting my elbows all the way through, you know, like we were talking about it. And it's like, I know it's going to hurt. I know this is going to suck. And it's like, are you, you know, do you have the balls to do it anyway? You know, and like I didn't there for the first four attempts. Like I just wasn't committing to letting that bar land on me. And, um, you know, but I knew I was close. And then we went down to 166. It's like, you know, the pull's there because I've been pulling 170 the last four attempts, plenty high enough to get under it. Um, so I think it's like, okay, it's a little lighter. And then that's all I needed to kind of you know go under the bar and then once i got the 160 and it was solid you know i didn't catch it low i didn't hurt my wrist everything felt good i stood it up fine and then it's like okay
0: man like you got 170 you just gotta do it yeah you know? i feel like that 166 it gave you your confidence back it gave you oh, your it, was make or break. Back.
1: it was make or break for sure yeah like if i had missed that lift the session's over
0: yeah that would have been hard to bounce back from if we didn't yeah. make that one that was a do or right. die for sure Mm-hmm. That was like uh that 166 was like Kong getting struck by the lightning and getting a little <laughs> extra power up. Yep. I wonder yeah, if they're gonna was, do that. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, that'd be that was pretty much what it was. And I said that to myself. I'm like, we gotta make this. Like this is it. So, you know, because I wasn't gonna get into a fight with 166 after battling with 170. It was like I need to do this so I can go back to 170. I just had, I don't know, like it, my adrenaline was going, I wasn't feeling uh like tired or, or anything like that it was just a matter of like even like walking up to the bar it was good and then as soon as you finish that deadlift and kind of sit it on your thighs and then you got to go and then it starts feeling kind of heavy in the hands that's where all the doubt starts to creep in yeah you know it's like shoot this is heavy you know
0: when it's like it's it's with the 166 too like with battling it after getting knocked down for 170 it's like i feel like I feel like we cared about 166 and we would have taken it, but neither one of us were really like, well, that's not why we came here today. You know, no, we came no. here for, for 170. So it would have been like, okay, cool progress. We got it, but it's almost in the back of your head. Well, we know we, we could get that. You know, that's not, but mm-hmm. that, that's 70. That's different. That's a different milestone. That's a different right. benchmark. That's what we're trying to put overhead, you know, by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. and we'll see we'll see uh you know hopefully i can get start creeping pushing the needle closer to 70 now maybe next month i can get something you know
0: 61 62 65 you know would be great and then uh, we'll go from there yeah i think that would be reasonable i think if you wanted to do another day where you're just going to kind of focus on one thing and really kind of swing for the fences maybe a um a jerk from the block would kind of be something interesting just kind of see in relation to the clean, on just where the jerk is, you know, because we normally we were hitting the jerk pretty hard, and that's like the bread and butter lift. But with the, the the recent wrist stuff, that got a little bit harder. So I'd be interested to see, like, if we just took a day or or a time in a session just to kind of max out just the jerk, just kind of see where it stands, how yeah. close we are with that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to figure out a day to put that on the put that on the schedule. Maybe next week.
0: Yeah. more people on the team are starting to do this too they're they're picking a picking a lift well yeah well i mean renee's just picking competitions she's doing the qualifier tomorrow she's insane yeah Yeah. so she's she's going for the qualifier we're going to try to you know increase the total we got to hit a 115 total and right now i think we're at 109 so we started off being at 103 so we're closing the gap in not a whole lot of time so she's making good progress we need to hit 70 on the clean and jerk and we need to bump that snatch up closer to to 50. I, I don't know the mat, that math got, off the top of my head but there. like yeah, I think we can yeah. and I've been talking talking to Miguel about it too like hey let's put a date on the calendar and like just come in and let's just focus on the snatch. Mm-hmm. I mean you weren't you weren't there but last time we maxed the snatch last Friday he was going under 185. Like, like he went under 185 so many times, it's just not sticking, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's totally mental. It's like, he's, he's getting under 185 faster than any of you, you know, like it looks 185 for him looks lighter than when you do 185. And I don't know that's if that not, makes sense. That's not true. That's I don't know true. if that makes sense. It you doesn't. Gotta see, it's you gotta not true. see the way he moves it. You gotta see the way he moves it's, it. it. It's not true. I can muscle snatch 185. I true. know you can. I know you can. I'm but when you watch that's Miguel cool. do it, you would assume he could snatch like, like 130 you know, like yeah. the way you see him move. It's, 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 it's a, it's, pink. I'll let, I'll let Beautiful you, I'll, I'll let you have that one, sure. But, I'll well, I mean, what one. we need to do is just get a time, just like you've done, yeah. where nothing else is the focus.
1: Well, the thing that we're going to do with him and this. shop is, I think they're coming into their own with this, like, eating food <laughs> and not being, like, worried about being light. You yeah. know, like I saw Shaw in the background of somebody's video and like he's looking thick and he's looking like healthy and um, same thing with Miguel if they like they look like weightlifters. So like I can only imagine, you know, like you said, Shop had a big uh high hang PR and you know, Miguel should be snatching one eighty five, you know, like
0: or more. He's be snatching he does,
1: he does he does move he does move really fast like i'm not i'm just breaking your chops i'm not taking anything away from miguel like the kid can move so um yeah it's it's uh yeah it's it's definitely probably i i think it's a result of them you know going up a weight class and
0: and uh, being a little heavier yeah it's it's hard to it's hard to be a weightlifter who's dieting all the time you know yeah. Yeah. I, I don't
1: know. I mean, I know they still do CrossFit and stuff like that, you know, but I think um, just not being worried about being a, a lighter weight is uh, definitely a benefit,
0: you know, because that, that eats away at your mental game too. You know? Yeah. So. And Miguel, not so much with the CrossFit, maybe, oh, no. maybe once, once in a blue moon, but he's, he's been just pure weightlifting oh, Shaf pops plan. in for Metcon maybe once, maybe twice a week, you know, maybe good. one so on the weekend. Getting, they're getting away from doing
1: the doubles, like going to do a wad and then come into the – Yeah, into
0: the, yeah, th- yeah, those guys yeah. are definitely not doing it. Some some people are doing the doubles. Some people are still doing the doubles. Well, it's good doubles. though because
1: I know that was that was like a thing at one point where they were like, you know, getting ready for the Arnold and they're also still hitting CrossFit three times a week. Yeah. You know, so like I'm glad that that
0: is off to the side. And, and look at the results, you know. They're both doing really, really good. Yeah. I mean, the people who are doing doubles, well, like Renee does doubles. She'll do the 515 CrossFit and then she'll do Barbell Club, which starts at starts at 630. Mm-hmm. And it's it hasn't really held her back too much yet. And she actually she's really smart about it. So I'll give Renee a lot of credit. She'll bring a sandwich or a wrap or something to eat after CrossFit. So she's really taking the food thing to heart, eating food after. And mm-hmm. I'm also kind of trying to use the CrossFit. It was like, if she's in the room, what can we do to demystify some of the weights for heavy clean and jerks? Mm-hmm. And she's capable of going RX on a lot of these CrossFit workouts. And there was one recently where it involved 105 pound uh, power cleans for multiple, multiple reps. And she was going to go lighter, but I'm like, well, hey, let's, let's get these reps in. Let's, let's just, demystify 105 even more let's just get this strength out of it so she goes pretty heavy on these metcons and she's not opposed to on a metcon that might have a million power snatches to bumping down the number and doing squat snatches and working on the full movement repetitive over and over within the metcon Mm -hmm. so i think there's a way to to do it perfect world what i ultimately want it no but you know if, if, if it's what we got, we can be smart about it too, you know? Right.
1: Yeah, she's yeah, she's got a good mentality for it. I'm
0: excited to see where she ends up in like five years from now, how good she is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to do every qualifier for the next five years. Just <laughs> get that a competition that, a month every five years. Yeah, just get that competition <laughs> practice. It's It's <laughs> totally competition practice. I've got the room set up. You know, the platform's laid out. You can't step outside of it. Uh, The only thing I I don't really do is I don't judge the lifts Mm because my opinion doesn't matter. It's whatever, you know, the national ref's opinion is when we send the video in other than like, if it was clearly, if it clearly would not have passed based on what I'm seeing through the camera, then I'll be like, we got to do that again, you know, but if Mm -hmm. I think it was good, then it was good. And we submit it. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, she's, she's got a good natural talent for it. So she's going to be good talent and, and do it and yeah, also yeah. also the drive yeah. the drive to be better you know it's um it's 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 not something you can teach someone to want to come yeah. in to do that to want to test themselves over and right. over and she just naturally of, has that
1: i'm kind of dealing with that i've got um we've talked a, a little bit here and there about my little barbell club thing i've got going on at my gym and uh <clears throat> so i've got two girls right now specifically um and, and one of them is very like naturally talented like she's really good um, you know she's only been lifting with me for a couple months and I think she was um, I mean she'll clean and jerk right now I think she's gone with close to seventy close to seventy um, maybe a little bit more and um, I mean she was taking 60 kilos for for triple. So um she's been she's really talented but she only wants to do like partner competitions for crossfit. She's not interested in doing weightlifting meets. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm frustrated like I, I just I want her to to go out and compete and then I Is got that because
0: it's is it because it's solo?
1: No, I think she just doesn't have any interest in it. I think she's okay I think she's just, you know, she's she's one of those people that's um very much about the community and 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 she comes in to work out with her friends and you know all the you know all the reasons why crossfit's popular you know and and she's very very talented at it she's a former gymnast she's you know um you know she comes in she's very high level at a lot of the movements you know she does rx you know the toes to bar and the pull-ups and all that stuff um so she's very talented all, all the way around um so i think you know with her for now um you know, we'll see, you know, how the next year or two goes, but I mean, she might want to do more CrossFit stuff. Um, but maybe I'm holding out hope that I can get her to come over to weightlifting. And then another girl I have who I've, I've talked to you about before, she's, um, doesn't have like the gymnastics background or, or the strength base. She's not quite as, um, you know, just naturally like, um, strong as the other girl. Um, but she's, does have good mobility and, and she's got that drive and she wants to compete. And actually I talked to her this morning and she's going to start doing, um, three days a week of weightlifting. So we're going to, we're going to get to work on that. So,
0: um, So know, that's that right there. That kind of answers the, your the question though. Yeah. That's the person to put all your energy and all your eggs in, in that basket. Cause exactly. if, if they don't want it for themselves, then, you know, you can want it all you want and be frustrated about it. I stopped being frustrated a long time ago. It's like, yeah, you know, we have plenty of people in the barbell club who want to do meets, but we also have people who don't want to do meets. And it's like, it's, um, if they don't want it for themselves, then it's like, well, what do you want for yourself? I'll help you do that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to compete, let's take competition to the absolute highest level possible. But it sounds like in your situation, yeah, like uh, focus on, on the person who wants to and, and build yeah. her up. And who knows? it might be one of those situations where people start to see her making progress Mm -hmm. and doing these competitions and getting good results. And then they'll come around. They'll be like, Hey, all right, maybe that is fun. I want to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. And she's, she's, she's going to be good. Like we, we've got to work on some of her base strength. um, But as far as like mobility and stuff like that, like she can hit all the positions that we're looking for. So we just got to get her strong and uh, get her moving a little quicker, you know, I don't know, get her on whatever, whatever uh, Miguel's on and, uh, you know, get her moving. Like if we
0: get her moving fast like that, she's going to be something. So yeah. Miguel, Miguel's just all natural. He's just all, yeah. he's on, he's on life. He's on, <laughs> on, high on life. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's his knees, you know, like he's got those creaky knees, but uh, maybe it helps him. Maybe that's really his superpower that th- there's nothing in the knees to stop Resistance, so he they just go. He just gets yeah, to the bottom. Know.
1: I've been feeling like I've been moving
0: faster lately, the last few months especially. Like
1: I feel like my speed's gotten better, um, but I'm also feeling like my knees hurt more. So I think I'm getting a little
0: Miguelitis. Um, yeah, you know, I'm getting a little quicker, but but my knees hurt. So maybe that's the trade off. You have to yeah. you have to sell your knees to uh to the weightlifting Absolutely. gods or devil. Absolutely in order the funny, to uh, the funny thing the about speed. miguel
1: is he's always talking about his knees but then he goes and lifts and you see him doing squats and heavy cleaning
0: jerks and his knee wraps around his ankles what's going on with that well he's he's been laying off him he's trying to go yeah. you know without the knee sleeves and if anything he's a lot of aspects of his lifting have gotten better since he Good. took him off you know I, I guess maybe at the bottom position you know it was kind of restricting something or who knows but mm-hmm. i'll have to have to ask him get him on
1: yeah, and, maybe and he's just getting stronger by not using them, you know.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I mean they they still feel like the knees of a of a master's athlete, you know, in in their 60s <laughs> or 70s, but <laughs> they um it's something that he's doing, it's working. It's all working, yeah. you know. It's um right. it's it's probably, you know, a little bit of everything. Not having the knee sleeves, connecting with lifts and getting confidence out of that, like, oh hey, right. I don't have to have these knee sleeves to do these lifts and I'll give you another example not to throw him under the bus but there was a session last week where Schaaf forgot his knee sleeves Mm -hmm. and I think you can guess how the session went oh I mean you know we he didn't have his knee sleeves so he didn't do as well as he would have wanted to and but it was right off the bat coming in crap I forgot my knee sleeves that means I can't lift well today. That's a problem.
1: Well, that ties into something we talked about when we were kind of getting notes together for the show. And you were talking about um one of the topics being like overthinking while lifting. Yeah. You know, and that was something that I was dealing with during that uh more so I think during the um the high hang clean than with my snatch PR. I think the snatch PR was just we need to take a few cracks at that. Um, but the, the high hang was definitely like a lot of mental misses um you know so i wonder i wonder how i mean it. I, I don't really wonder i know that it takes a huge toll when you're overthinking and
0: makes you move slower and stuff like that yeah i mean i i mean i i told you i've been watching um wrestling again mm-hmm. and on youtube you can find old matches for the royal rumble So you can watch like the entire thing and the Royal Rumble is coming up this Sunday, which I probably won't watch it. I don't know how I would watch it, but I don't know if they stream it anywhere, but I have noticed something that with these newer guys watching 2019, 2018 Royal Rumble, there's a lot of hesitation in their movements and their wrestling isn't as good. Like think back to like the, the early two thousands, you had like the Hardy boys, you had Edge and Christian. You had the Dudley Boys. You had Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit. Especially those last three, they would go so hard, and there was no hesitation in their movements. They were pros. They were master level, and they were when they would jump up on the turnbuckle, and they had to you know spring back and jump on a bunch of guys, and they can't see behind them. They would just assume those guys are there, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Versus now, I see guys they hop up on the turnbuckle, they pause, and I, I'm look watching, over. Yeah. yeah, as he looks over, and I'm like, well, there it goes, all the suspension of belief, you know, in this and <laughs> stuff. And it's so slow, it's so slow that I can pick out, oh, okay, here's what you're gonna do now. That's, that's the difference with those old guys, right? Like, they would do, they would spot it, and you could, if you
1: look, like, you'll see them as they're, like, balancing themselves on the turnbuckle, they're actually looking between their legs, but you don't see as obvious as the turn over the shoulder. Yeah. You know, so they had those little tricks that made their craft like so much smoother, you know, and made everything so much more
0: enjoyable and, and less like, I don't know, they had better gimmicky. technique, they had better yeah. technique, they had less hesitation, they moved sure. faster, you know, like, when 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 Ray Mysterio's jumping around the ring, he's just yeah. going, you know, right, like, like he goes and then and every now and then back in the day, you would see when they missed a spot, you know, like mm-hmm. the other guy wasn't there. And then you right. could see where like Eddie Guerrero was pissed, you know, because yeah. like it's like you ruined the timing. You were mm-hmm. supposed to be there. And you also could have hurt me. And that's when you right. see guys like kick each other in the face and do yeah. other things because they're they're mad at them. And like that part was real. That was real. Yeah. Like that was him letting the other guy know. If you do that again, this is gonna turn into a real fight. Right. You ever see yeah, a real fight in the WWE ring? I I don't I don't think I've ever seen them like just go off script to start. the the one really fighting each other the one that comes to mind would be it might have been in the Royal rumble or it might have been like a battle royal something like that Mm -hmm. but uh bradshaw he destroyed this guy who's called the blue meanie i don't know if he just didn't like this guy or like he was doing stuff in the ring but he just in the middle of all this chaos just starts kicking this guy's ass (laughs)
1: And (laughs) and
0: then throws him out of the ring and like bradshaw is like a giant guy and the blue meanie is not and i don't know what this dude did to him but he like sent a message and other guys like no one else is hopping into that like everyone else is like i'll go find someone else to lock up with because they probably realize, well that's not part of the script that is blue me getting his butt kicked because he messed something up and bradshaw mm-hmm. is not happy right now
1: wow yeah that's uh Yeah. I mean, I guess they, I mean, they put a lot of, like, I know it's scripted. I know it's technically air quotes fake, right? Yeah. It's entertaining. It's still, they still have to do these athletic dangerous things and you know, they put a lot of practice in and then you go out and mess it up and it's like, we did all this hard practice and you just blew it. And it makes me look bad. You know, when you aren't in the spot you're supposed to be in and makes me look like, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, so I can imagine that would, that would piss somebody off. You know, it'd be like, we're at a meet and, you know i'm doing what i got to do and i warm up and you don't go and declare my weight and you know or something like that like you didn't do your part and it makes me look bad cuz i'm the lifter it's my name on the
0: board we right? we we, so like, we missed the spot yeah we missed a spot so you know like something like that you or know, you got hesitation days. in your lifts and you show your experience yeah. level you know like that guy jumping up on the turnbuckle pausing long enough that you can count it looking over his shoulder then jumping and then you're like wait a minute the other guys should have like not let him do that if this is a real fight they're like it's not happening fast enough for this to be quote real it's the same thing when someone picks up a weight and they're going from let's say the high hang and Hmm. they say out loud or they laugh oh this is heavy you know like or like they do a false dip you know and they don't go Hmm. under it or they 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 you know half commit to a lift And then they tell you, well, I was trying to think about this and that. It's like, no, there's no time for that, especially on this Mm -hmm. drill, going from the hips. Like you just have to go and you have to trust that your technique is there. You have to trust that the other guy is there. The other guy is your technique. Mm -hmm. So uh, you just going and doing your full technique is you hopping up on the turnbuckle and you're Eddie Guerrero and you just go. Mm -hmm. And the other guy that you're landing on is your technique that you've refined and you're in sync with. And it doesn't happen when you hesitate, when you pause, when you overthink the lift. And when I come over to you in class, if you can tell me X, Y, Z of what you were thinking about, you're telling me way too many things. If you're listing off three things on what you were trying to focus on in that lift, that's three things too many. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what happened to me, um, yesterday, you know, those first few attempts, it
1: was just like, uh, you know, even having one thought when you're doing a clean from from the hip there, there shouldn't be time for any thoughts. It should be like, you know, like you feel it in your hands and you, you go and the next thing you know, you're standing up because it has to happen that
0: fast. Yeah. You know, so I imagine that's what it's got to be like when you do a moonsault off of the thing, off of the ropes yeah. and, and you just you know? had to jump on there and spring off it mm-hmm. kind of like um, Chris Jericho used to do that. He used to do the lion salt right yeah. off of the, the ropes. There's definitely yeah. no time to pause on that. You just go and no. spring off. Right. And you just hope the other guy is in the right spot. And if he's not, then you probably have some words after it. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Or fists. <laughs> I remember some of those matches were, were wild. I remember the. I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about them because of the horrible things that happen, but the you can still appreciate the Chris Benoit matches. You know,
1: well, you know for, was, yeah. for what
0: they were. You know. Yeah. Of course, he did horrible things, but like they still ha- have the matches. They still show them. But that match he had, he had a ladder match with Chris Jericho one year. And it was just, it was phenomenal. Like they, they went all out and they're just yeah. flying through ladders, chairs, you know, head butts, all kinds of things. And
1: yeah, as a professional wrestler, he was one of the best.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. It's a shame what happened. Yeah. Same with Eddie Guerrero.
1: Mm-hmm. Imagine how. Same with, a, same with a lot of them. You know, it's, it's uh, interesting that how, how many have met the same kind of fate you know, at the end of it all. So it makes you wonder what that kind of life is is really like.
0: Yeah. I, I imagine it's not the most fun life, but I, I think, you know, I almost wonder if like, like maybe not to that extreme, that's the extreme. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder if like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, John North talks about this all the time, being like a professional weightlifter and going through training and being in pain all the time and traveling, mm-hmm. Well, it kind of seems very similar to some extent of like what a professional wrestler is doing, you oh, know. Like sure. you're traveling all the time, you're putting yeah. on a show, you're getting your body to... beat up, you're on pain painkillers and and all and ibuprofen and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I was watching a, a interview with Hulk
1: Hogan a while ago, and it was uh, he was talking about how many just how many, the number of surgeries he's had done on how many times he's had his knee done, and then his other knee and his shoulders and his back. And he was up to the number, like double digit surgeries on like every joint and major part of his body, you know? And it's just like the amount of pain that those guys must be in, you know, and then they're not little dudes on top of all that. So you've got reconstructed knees supporting this 350 pound guy. Like
0: it's just, yeah, they're literal giants. You don't see yeah. people that are that big no. out in the everyday, everyday world when no. they we've had them come to Albany CrossFit a couple times. When they were doing shows at the Times Union Center, they would message us and ask if they could come in and use the gym to train, which was pretty cool. I remember one time I was I was at the movies watching um, Deadpool two, and I got a text from Seth Rollins asking if he could come to the gym. So I, oh, that's pretty cool. I, sh- I showed it to Joanna. I'm like, look, this is this is Seth Rollins. He's texting me to ask if he come to the gym, and she's like, I don't care. And I'm like, well, damn. Like, <laughs> I, I felt I felt special for a moment. Yeah. Like, I just wanted one moment, Frank, just one, like 30 seconds where she's like, maybe she pats me on the head and she's like, good job. Like, like Seth Rollins yeah. texted you anything, but she was completely <laughs> unimpressed and didn't care. Yeah. And she was watched. already mad that you made her go watch Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. That probably, probably <laughs> didn't, didn't help at all, but you know, they would come in and they were the biggest people I, you've ever seen in your life. John Cena was huge. You like yeah. you know those ballistic blocks that we have oh, yeah. his arms were the size of a 75 pounds ballistic block. Yeah. You know, I got I got was, to watch uh, him snatch a little bit. He was doing he um, was the, block uh, snatches.
1: He was the center, I believe, for my high school football coach's college team. They played together at Springfield. Nice. In Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, it was kind of cool my my uh, coach was telling me some some stories about back then, but do you remember when he was called the prototype? That was that was Oh yeah. And then didn't he go like there was some story about like how he got his like rapper persona was like he was like on a bus somewhere and like a bunch of the guys are like freestyle rap battling each other and he just like jumped in and then all of a sudden that became his new gimmick. Cause he almost oh, got I kicked never heard out. That. Yeah, he was almost done. Like he was expecting to get fired. Like they didn't have anything like there was nothing that was really working out for him. And then uh and then he like kind of found
0: this new gimmick and it, it stuck. Yeah, the the his prototype thing was just like, "Hey, I'm a ripped dude and I'm big and I'm he." Yeah. It's almost like the um the Brock Lesnar uh persona they give every giant guy in the beginning, right? Yeah, you come in, you're huge, you destroy people, and that's kind of your gimmick until they can find a personality, you know, for you. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember when he, uh who was it? Was it? I think it was Kurt Angle was the first match he had, and he just like. Kurt Angle just did like a challenge. Like he was in the ring and he just issued a challenge to the whole locker room. And Cena actually came out and gave him a pretty good run for his money. And that was That's um his first time, yeah. But that was before all the
0: you know the, the chains and the sweatbands and all the. Kurt you know, all Angle's that the, the the man. I, I used to love his yeah. his matches back in the day. It's the he came out in one of the Royal Rumbles that I watched recently. I think it was 2019 mm-hmm. or 18. And here's my my gripe with the Royal Rumble these days if you have like a legend or someone that the fans are like really excited to see come out one don't eliminate them right away because that's dumb two (laughs) they better not leave the ring until they've done at least their signature move right Uh, an example I'll give was Rhino you know Rhino you know he was back in the ECW days which that was super hardcore back in the the late 90s uh, but in early 2000s and he didn't gore anybody. And the whole yeah. time, the crowd, I can hear the crowd. They're yelling, gore, gore, gore. And there were yeah. so many times where you thought it was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. He's going to hes gonna fold this guy in half right now. And then he gets eliminated. And I'm like, well, that was a waste. That was a waste of having Rhino in the ring. I understand he's not yeah. going yeah. to win, but like not letting him do his move. And the crowd is yelling it. Like someone in the ring should be like, all right, let's give him one. You know, yeah. you get a big pop off of that. Yeah, I know but what are you gonna do oh back to acf uh guess who lifted in shaft spot in the barbell club when they came uh, as a group to work out in the double there me nope nope not not you Uh, (laughs) i did seth Seth rollins lifted in shaft spot yep he did what were they doing uh they were he was doing cleans and some of the other guys were doing squats some of them were doing pull-ups and whatnot it was um Mm. he was there uh cesaro I believe that's his name. He's a very, very tall dude. Uh, he was there. The the guy who recently passed away, I he I don't know his name off the top of my head. He's very, very tall, long hair, beard. He was there. And it's like it's like they just kept getting taller and taller as well. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Seth Rollins was lifting in shoff spot and I was to the left of him working on no foot snatches at the time.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: I'm surprised that these guys are into lifting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They do. They, uh, some of them would hop into the CrossFit class. Others would do like CrossFit Metcons on their own. I don't know what programming they're following or anything like that. And other guys would just lift. Uh, As like I said earlier, John Cena was doing uh snatches off the blocks. Yeah. Just, um, nothing crazy. He had uh 135 pounds on the bar. He didn't go any heavier than that, but he was just hitting some snatches and, just, I think he was just going for volume on the day and getting some pauses at the bottom and it's like he he's surprisingly fast, which of course he is from wrestling, and sure. flexible. You know, like his yeah. snatch bottom position is Prob- great.
1: Probably not as fast as Miguel, but
0: Yeah, yeah, probably not. Hey, let's get let's throw the, the challenge out Miguel versus John Cena in a snatch competition. <laughs> we'll see that we'll Be see great. that go down.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like I'm sure like they, they can't be like nowadays with how just acrobatic it is. Like you can't be like the old days where they were just, you know, they look,
0: they all look like bodybuilders, you know? Yeah. You've got to be able to move. So no, everybody can move. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I wish I would have asked them at the time. Maybe one of the reasons they do, you know, Olympic style lifting snatch clean jerks is to stay loose and limber, you know, probably. I remember, um, Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins was doing cleans. He was mm-hmm. doing some cleans. I don't. I can't yeah. remember if he was doing jerks, and the other guys were just doing other lifts, whatever they wanted to do. We also had uh, Bailey come in, uh, Charlotte Flair's come in. A lot of the lady lift, uh, lady wrestlers have come in. Haven't seen him in a while because yeah. of you know.
1: Could you imagine someone like like Ultimate Warrior doing snatches? No. Like that <laughs> would be yeah. Like I couldn't even imagine he could get his arms where they need to be
0: you know so someone like Seth
1: Rollins actually could be a weightlifter like he's not overly
0: jacked or anything like that he's just in really good shape I wonder if any of them have competed that'd be something to look up to type in some of their names in the USAW registry yeah they all come from like
1: various athletic backgrounds
0: you know so yeah interesting one of the one of the new guys I I was they were talking about it on on the Royal Rumble you know telecast thing that he was a powerlifter. I can't remember his name. He's a part of the group called the new day with coffee Kingston. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. he's the guy with the pancakes. He's got all these pancakes hidden in his <laughs> singlet <laughs> and he like force feeds them to people and throws them at people and stuff like that. And people slip on the pancakes, but he's huge. And apparently he was like a champion powerlifter. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know what his, his name was, but so yeah, I, it's kind of cool seeing some strength sport guys get into the WWE and I guess it's, it's not, yeah. it's not like, a I difficult guess Mark, transition. I'd imagine I guess
1: Mark Henry was like the only other one really. Right. Oh, that I don't know. Famous for
0: it. Oh Yeah. Famous you for know. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's the only one that I could, I could name, you know,
1: right. But I guess he did it at such a level, like, you know, he was, you know, a champion. Of the yeah.
0: He's going to the Olympics. He's going yeah. to, so, you know, the, um, the world's strongest man competition, He's mixing up at like these big powerlifting things. He's going toe-toe with Shane Hammond. You know, I, I heard stories on uh, Travis Mash's podcast talking about, about how like he would see Shane Hammond and Mark Henry possibly get into a, a Godzilla versus Kong type match <laughs> in the in the, the training room and stuff like that. So
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely been around he's done done a lot. Yeah.
1: Oh, so Mm.
0: big e i think his name's big e this powerlifter guy yeah big e atory ewan he's an american professional wrestler voice actor former american football player and former powerlifter
1: yeah but this guy can do like full splits and stuff this guy yeah
0: yeah yeah i'm seeing a yeah i, I see the, the the picture on google of him doing a split yeah that is like incredible this guy,
1: this guy is insane like he's yeah he's not just a, like he's an athlete
0: this guy yeah yeah it's like it's like they're they're superstars in a different way now like they oh, you yeah. know they're they can do all this really cool stuff and i feel like they're maybe a little more diverse you know on their abilities versus just being big bulky guys that just Throw each other around. Now they can do right. flips and show off their athleticism in different ways. Yeah, looks That's like he took sure. first place in two thousand ten for the USAPL Open Powerlifting Championships, and first place oh. in two thousand eleven for a USAPL Raw National Powerlifting Championships. So he's a champion, champion powerlifter. There you go. It's pretty cool. Looks like best lifts seven eleven squat pounds. 529 bench press and 799 deadlift he wasn't he wasn't bad no 2039 (laughs) total yeah yeah 2000 total no big deal yeah no that's legit well frank this has been fun we've talked about a lot of different things from (laughs) ryan Carey to godzilla versus kong to uh now the royal rumble yep, and everything in between uh frank any any last thoughts on on the top of your head? Anything like that? Um, not, no, I mean, we've
1: been all over the place. I don't I don't know how what else I could say to really wrap that up. So thanks for having me, though. All right, no, it. thanks for coming on. Where can people follow you? Uh, at frank underscore Ford underscore on Instagram, um, and all all those lifts that me and James are talking about are
0: over on the Albany CrossFit page. So definitely, check yep. out. I'll, I'll have to link the one seventy video and the 125 video in the show notes. I'll make sure I do that. That way people can find it easily. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, Everybody, make sure you follow the Barbell Strikes Back on Instagram. Follow me, James A. McDermott on Instagram. Check out the Barbell Jeopardy quiz section on the Instagram page. There's about five questions on there right now where you can test your knowledge. Don't skip a question because you don't know. It'll affect your lifting negatively. So answer all the questions. And uh, John Cena, if you're listening, uh, Miguel's going to be in hard training (laughs) and we're going to get him ready. So the next time you come to Albany CrossFit, Miguel's going to run wild on you in a snatch battle. That's it. Yeah. Oh my God. We need to cut a promo or something. That's a whole. (laughs) whole Thanks for having
1: me, James. All right, later. He's going to
0: be so mad at me, (laughs) which I mean, it's very possible John Cena follows Miguel i i I haven't told you this yet frank every time i post a video of miguel lifting famous people like it really yeah famous people from like fitness and crossfit and stuff like that miguel's the superstar on the team what can i say i i didn't well i mean when you move that fast exactly yeah yeah the the last video i posted uh, brent frikowski liked miguel's video really he also liked Donnie's video and Renee's video, but he liked Miguel's video first. And I kind of think that's what Brent? brought him in to oh, like it. the other videos. I'm going to have to say something to Brian. He'll probably block me, but <laughs> got, no love. Sorry. Yep. No, no love. No one. I mean, I mean, local people liked your videos, but international Somebody stars yeah. like Miguel's videos. So, I mean, uh, shame. yeah. So he's going to get recruited, you know, for something. Hey. Okay. You know, good for him. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> Until we talk next time.